Hello, I'm James Cat, the movie Morlock. Welcome to the show. Thanks for uh, tuning in. And uh, as always, you can find the episodes on moviemorlock.com, and you can reach me at moviemorlock at gmail.com. Um, and also, of course, on Instagram as well. You can look for the movie Morlock. There's a bunch of films that I'd like to talk about, one being Dune, which I watched on HBO Max, and then another I, I saw in the theater was Last Night in Soho, but I'm going to have to save those because I had a hankering and felt that what I really, really needed right now in this in this time of my life was a good old-fashioned Jake Gyllenbrawl. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I hear some laughter. And so, so, you know, in order to have a Jake Gyllenbrawl, I needed to get the world's biggest Jake Gyllenhaal fan to duke it out with me. And uh, and I have that fan right here. Um, he's a uh, professor. Uh, he's a writer. And uh, so and, and he's a friend. Uh, so welcome to the movie Morlock, uh, Teal. How's it going? Good. H- happy to be here. Happy to happy to get in on the Gyllenhaal. Yeah, Gyllenbrawl. The Dylan Brawl. <laughs> yes. Yes. I don't know if you need to explain to uh, listeners out there um, who, who have no idea who you are. What is this fascination you have with Jake Gyllenhaal? Well, I don't know where it began exactly. Uh, you know, I, I, I saw many of his movies over the years as because he's been doing stuff since uh, the early 90s, I guess. I don't know when October Sky came out, but that was probably first time I really noticed him. And... I, I, forget, I forget which movie it was, but at some point I just thought, this guy is really good. He's he's really underrated, I think, and has done some great work. I mean, he's gotten some recognition and he works consistently, And but I feel like he, I, I forget which movie, oh, it was Moulin Rouge. He came in second to Owen McGregor for that. Yeah, he's always a bridesmaid in a lot of roles. He's always a bridesmaid. and But at some point, I just thought, this guy is really good. And so I started watching a bunch of his movies. And he's just got some great performances. Some some of the movies are kind of crappy, but... Well, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> we're going to talk about these movies, because here's the deal. Here's what the Jill and Brawl is all about. Yeah. You have professed that you are this big, super... Jake Gyllenhaal fan. Yes. And I'm not doubting that, but I thought that we should take a look at the filmography and figure out which movies have you actually seen versus which movies of his that I've seen. Okay. And we're going to go through every single film that's a feature that he's been in. Now, in order to qualify... Mm-hmm. As having seen the film, you have had to have watched the entire movie. So there are certain films of his that I have watched portions of, but I have not. But they don't even, really count. Okay. They, I can't count them. I mean, there's some that I've gotten pretty far into, but I cannot count them. I will mention them as we go along. Now, if I've seen it, but <laughs> Did you run out of time or you just thought, I can't keep watching this? It sucks. Some of it is a little bit of both. It just okay. wasn't that they suck, but they just didn't enjoy And we'll get to it when we've, uh, when we, uh talk about those movies, but we're not going to spend too much time talking about them because we need to do a tally and we yes. need to see who is the bigger Hall fan <laughs> when it comes okay, to Okay, so are we movies. starting with like... We're going to start with the very first movie that he was in. And that wasn't his... And again, this is not about lead performance. I'm sure, just saying sure, movies just, he was in. And it doesn't count for TV shows because there's some stuff he's been in on TV, right. like an appearance. This is the feature films. Now, he debuted as a kid in... A summer movie 
in the ni- early 90s, like 90, 91, City Slickers. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I knew that, but- He played I, Billy Crystal's son. I've seen the movie, but I don't remember him at all. And again, you don't have to remember him too much. Just you saw the movie, right? I saw, I've seen City Slickers, yes. I'm adding a check mark next to your name. So you both, <laughs> we've both seen that. So right now we're one to one. Second film is a movie that he's in. His father directed the movie, so I guess that's how he got a role. Okay. He plays, again, another the kid in it. I've seen some of it. I started watching it, and it wasn't that it was that great, so I just never got back to it. But I might someday. And that is a Deborah Winger vehicle, A Dangerous Woman. I have not seen that. I don't, I don't believe I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I don't think I've seen it. We're, so, we're, so we're one-to-one still. The next film on the list, the next couple, these are movies that I just don't know. They exist, but I've never <laughs> seen them, and I doubt you did. But you never know, and this is where one of us might take the edge when yeah. one of us sees these obscures. There's a movie called Josh and Sam. Uh-huh. Have you seen it? Uh, uh, no. Okay. All right. There's another movie called Homegrown. Uh, have not seen it. Okay. Uh, that has to do with some pot farmers, uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I don't think he was a pot farmer. He was still a kid. Uh, so, okay. So we're, we're still just one-to-one. Yeah. The next film, and then we're going in chronological order, by the way. Right. So, yes. Okay. All right. So the next film is one that you just mentioned at the beginning of the program, October Sky. Yes. Okay. So yeah, that's when I first noticed him. And I have seen this movie a good five or six times. Oh, wow. Okay. I think I've seen it maybe twice. It's it's an enjoyable movie. Yeah. I've read the book called Rocket Boys, I think. Oh, okay. Um, October Michelle, Sky is a better title than Rocket Boys. That's probably why they changed it. <laughs> <laughs> Rocket Boys is a terrible title. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now the next film on the list, which I think is the film that more than October Sky gave him some street cred yeah. and some notoriety and is a film that is watched to this day is Donnie Darko. Yes. And that was, I mean, October Sky is still sort of a kid role. Yes. And Donnie Darko is really his first, I mean, he's still a teenager, right? But it's, but it's it feels more, more adult. It feels more adult. It feels like his first real adult lead role and that he's making a transition into being an adult actor there. And you've seen the movie. Oh, yes. And now I've not seen the director's cut. That's terrible. Yeah, that's what I've heard. It's it's just, I don't know how you take a film that was perfect <laughs> and, and you didn't, can ruin it. But uh, that's what's interesting about director's cuts. Sometimes they're not as good as the original. Yeah, I've heard that it just like over explains everything. It, that holds the key to, I think, that particular director's, was it Richard Kelly? Yes. That's, that's why his career has been so limited because he doesn't seem to know what's good and what's not good and he just (laughs) happened to luck out with darko i never saw that what was it the hollywood tales movie or something uh, Southland Tales. Southland Tales. It's terrible, <laughs> except for it has one amazing sequence in it. Okay. Yeah, I never saw that. I just, uh, <laughs> yeah, gave up on that guy. All right. Next on the list. Yeah. This is a movie I have seen, but I don't know if you've seen it or not. Bubble Boy. I have seen it. Okay. I'm going to check. Right now, we are ne- We are like even Steven. We're even Steven, yeah. <laughs> so we may be both uh, the same level of Gyllenhaal <laughs> fan. I don't know. But here's one where you could take a steal because I know about the movie, but I have not seen it. Lovely and amazing. 
I have not seen it. Oh, you had a chance there. You <laughs> I had know. A <laughs> you blew it, buddy. <laughs> that was how you were going to get ahead and right now. <laughs> now there's no way I'm getting ahead. No. Well, I don't know. I mean, look, right now, I, I first I thought, I have this sneaking suspicion that I'm going to smoke him, and he's got like five movies of Bill and all that he really likes. But no, no, we're, we're neck and neck. The next film, this is really, this is his first adult role, The Good Girl. I have seen it. And so have I. Yeah. Saw it in the theater. Yeah. And that, you're right. That was really his first. Well, I don't know. I haven't seen Lovely and Amazing. Maybe that was the first adult role. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so you've seen. Seen The Good Girl. Yeah. We're, we're still tied, but have you seen Highway? Highway? I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> what is Highway? <laughs> I think Reese Witherspoon's in it. Uh, yeah. No, this is not a movie I have seen. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't, I don't know anything about Highway. What year was that? I don't have the years next to it. What? I have a huge list of films and I didn't okay. type out the, yeah, right. We can look anything up that you're really curious about. This one, I, I have a sneaking suspicion. This is where you take the lead. I have seen parts, but I cannot say that I've seen the whole movie. Moonlight Mile. I have seen it. Oh, he, Teal gets ahead. I get ahead, yes. <laughs> yep, with the old Moonlight Mile. But I bet you I'll have some rare one that I'll get. Yes, you will. You, I, I think we'll even out here. All right, so you're ahead by one. Uh, the Day After Tomorrow. Seen it, yes. Yep, I'm marking course. you. Of course. <laughs> Gotta see that. It's a classic. Yeah, I ended up seeing that a couple days after I got back from a trip to, from Paris. I was exhausted. <laughs> What I love about that movie is there's a scene where they're like in the New York public library or something. Yeah. And there's this cold vortex that descends on the city. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm laughing already because I've forgotten most of the movie. And, and the frost, the freezing frost is moving through the library. You can like see it freezing stuff and they outrun the cold air. Yes. Wasn't Dennis, is Dennis Quaid in that? Am I right on that? I'm pretty sure Dennis he Quaid plays is his dad or yes, something. Yes, yeah, something like that. Oh. Another <laughs> Roland Emmerich yeah. epic. That one, and then the the 2012 was a classic too. <laughs> 2012 was hilarious. Well, I think that like Day After Tomorrow it actually tried to take itself a little bit seriously. Yeah, the other one just was like, yeah, this is so stupid. Let's just do whatever we feel like. Yeah, 2012 was basically a comedy. Now, the next film, he just cameos in it, and I saw the film up to a point, but it was terrible, and I didn't see the cameo. So, he doesn't, it doesn't count anyway that I didn't see it, but did you see Jiminy Glick and La La Wood? Uh, no. That, is that the Martin Short character? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I let me put it this way. I'm not- uh, You're saying your words carefully. <laughs> <laughs> Martin Short is not my favorite comic actor. Mm. You didn't, you didn't see the uh, murders, only murders in the building? I have not seen that. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, I've heard it's good. Um, <laughs> but I actually can't think of any role uh, that I've liked Martin Short in. He, he, <laughs> yeah, he, he's, over, he did, he's a little Jerry Lewis-y. Yeah, he just does not make me laugh. You know what's so great, though, about the Only Murders in the Building is that Steve Martin is constantly ragging on him. Oh, that okay. That might be worth it. Yeah. Okay. Now, this one, I didn't put a check mark next to it already, but I'm just guessing you had to have seen it. Uh, this is his only Oscar-nominated performance, uh, Brokeback Mountain. Seen it. Yeah, I think if you hadn't seen it, that would be a shame. <laughs> that, would, that would really be a shame. I, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's Brokeback Mountain. Of course I've seen it. 
Yeah. Now, this is a film that I have uh, not seen the whole thing, but it was one of those that I came in like 15 minutes into, found okay. it w- bizarrely entertaining for a while and watched probably a good 40 minutes of it and okay. seen some of his performance in the movie, but then never got back to it. So I cannot put a check mark next to proof. I have not seen proof. Okay. <laughs> but you know what it is. I know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. With, with Anthony Hopkins. And the goopster. Oh, man. What is her problem? don't even know man i think it's just you know <laughs> hollywood and it just gets in you and you just become one of these crazy people i don't know <laughs> yeah and i just don't know her whole deal yeah it's, but she just i mean she had a pretty good acting career going and she just seems to have abandoned it it was the curse of uh, winning best actress when you should not have for shakespeare and love oh yeah that movie should not have won any awards period i i remember having a really bad cold and seeing it in the theater struggling with the cold but finding it a great entertaining movie and thinking oh that was a nice film and then just shocked to shit that it was like nominated <laughs> for all these awards and then it exactly. won them exactly <laughs> cuz it's just it's just like kind of a decent fun movie but yeah. <laughs> um it's it's yeah but it does it, it won best picture over saving private ryan right there is that and the fact that kate blanchett who just had like stormed on the scene with elizabeth oh yeah and the fact that she just hands down was the best actress that year and that she lost to uh <laughs> Paltrow. it was so embarrassing <laughs> it's just b- bad you know? now can we blame harvey weinstein for this Oh, absolutely. That was him at the height of his powers. Yeah. Uh, I don't think the movie would get some some of the same love with his name <laughs> attached today. <laughs> See, what a fun this, what is this? This is a fun contest. It uh, is. Okay. You're still up, I think, by one. Yeah. Uh, okay. The next film, I again, I believe you've seen it, mm-hmm. even though you do not like this film director, uh, Jarhead. Yes, I've seen Jarhead. Yeah. Um, how do you know I don't like the director? Because <laughs> you've, you've said it, you've said it to me many times. You may have also said it on another podcast. Yeah, that um, was hosted by me and you. But this uh, of this director's work, this is my favorite one. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, I actually thought I, I thought Jarhead is a pretty good movie. Reservation Road was my favorite. Or is it Revolutionary Road? No, Reservation Road, right? Revolution Road. I, Revolution, the one with uh, with Paul Newman. No, the one with Winslet and uh, Road to Perdition. No, no, that's the one with Paul Newman. No, the one oh. with DiCaprio and Winslet duking it out. Oh yeah, I never saw that. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah, featuring amazing cinematography by Roger Deakins. Revolutionary but, uh, Road. Yeah. yeah, that was that was I think Sam Mendes. Yeah, that was his best film. Okay, so I have not seen that. Um, but, but you have seen Jarhead. I have definitely seen Jarhead. Yeah. yeah, and and Jillian Hall's pretty good in it. I don't really think the movie's that good, but well, I I just you know it's I, it's just <laughs> for some reason I'm just a sucker for sniper stories. Is Jarhead a sniper story? Isn't it? He's a sniper. Is he? Yeah. There's nobody to snipe at in that movie because that was the whole idea is that they were waiting around. <laughs> right, but he's a sniper. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the next movie. You have, I mean, I've seen this movie like a good five or six times. Yeah. Uh, it's just one of those films that even though I think it's overrated and that the critics who go gaga over this movie are nuts. However, I get sucked in every single time and have to watch it. Zodiac. Oh yeah. I've seen Zodiac. I, I, uh, I, I guess I didn't realize the critics were, uh, that it had such a, a big reputation. I, I liked it. I think it's a good 
it, uh, at this point, it's like, well, it's just a typical David Fincher movie, right? In, yeah. In a way, but uh, Robert Downey Jr., Gyllenhaal, uh, I, I don't know. I like the movie, but I didn't realize it was uh, overrated. Well, I call it overrated. It's highly rated. I think okay. it's overrated because yeah. I don't think it's one of the best films of like that decade. Or no, I no, oh, I would definitely not put it in best films of the decade. I think it's it's a it's a really solid thriller. Yeah, with some great performances. Now I feel like this, where you know, as we now get into like the meat of his big performances, and yeah. I feel like this is where you're going to start smoking my ass because <laughs> I feel like you'll you'll see things because you're a fan, and I really wasn't. I'm not so much of a fan that I have to see everything, right? Um, though I know that there's got to be a couple movies in here that I've seen and you haven't. Yes. Uh, so the next thing after Zodiac, and I have not seen this movie. Maybe you have Rendition. I have seen it. You have. Yes. Okay. Wow, you're up two on me. Yep, I have seen rendition. I do not highly recommend it. It's it's not terrible. It's just okay. There's a movie next that I think you've seen. I've watched a few scenes of it, and I've heard it's pretty bad. And a matter of fact, the plot of it bothered me, which is why I didn't watch any more of it. Is Brothers? I have seen it. You know, there's the one with Natalie Portman and and uh, what's his name, Toby McGuire. Yeah, with his bulging eyes and hey, was Toby the Toby the one that she that is supposed to be dead and he's not? And she's having yes. an affair with Jill and all. Yeah, the, yeah. Okay. And Jim Sheridan directed it. He did. And I thought I just don't like Toby McGuire. Let me well, let me just come out and say it. I just I think a lot of people don't because he hasn't had much of a career. <laughs> well, he doesn't. He has very little range. Hmm. Yeah. Well, he he's the reason that the good German is a failed experiment because he's so terrible in it, but the good German would have been great had they got oh, a better actor. I don't think I saw the good German. That's, yeah, it's interesting. Is, is that the Soderbergh black and white movie? It is. Okay. Yeah, Tobey Maguire just does not do it for me. I don't know why he got so much attention. I mean, I understand, Like, I thought he was fine in that John Irving movie, Cider House Rules. He was okay in that, and yeah. I, liked, I liked him in um, Pleasantville. Yeah, he was fine in that. And then I also uh, liked him in Seabiscuit. Yep. But, you know. With those three movies, he's still kind of playing the same character in all of them. But you didn't like him as, hey, MJ, <laughs> Spider-Man. He was okay in the first couple of Spider-Man. Yeah, the third was. movie was like, <laughs> The third movie was terrible. Yeah, I mean, he he was a fine, I mean, he's fine, but he just doesn't, he never, I, I feel like this Brothers movie was him trying to do some serious Oscar bait drama, and he just was not up to the task. And then, of course, you know, it's ironic that he plays the brother of Jake Gyllenhaal, because they are very much, like, I think that's like, uh, Gyllenhaal got all the parts that Tobey Maguire might have got because he's better, <laughs> and he, but he reminds me of him. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. Now, now here's this one, and you might have seen it because I know I didn't. I stayed clear away. Prince of Persia. I have seen it. Oh my god! Yeah. First of all, isn't that one of these whitewashing castings? Uh, yes, yes, it is. Um, <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Yes, uh, yes, it is. It is. Um, but it's based on a video game. Okay. Uh, they couldn't get somebody of the correct ethnicity. But they could not. To play and, the Prince of Persia. <laughs> right. And then, of course, I think Ben Kingsley is in it. Yeah. And he just plays everybody that, like, I mean, well, I think he has in, an Indian background, right? I, I don't know, actually, but he has, but he plays every kind of ethnicity all the time. Yeah. It's Kingsley washing is what they call it. Um, <laughs> so Prince of Persia is not a good movie. So a lot of, I think at the time, 
Gyllenhaal was, like a lot of other actors, looking for a franchise. Yeah, because he kept on not winning out on certain franchises. Like, I guess his, like, his auditions for, I think he tried to audition for the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. That didn't go well. And he, you know, he just tried to audition for some things and it just wasn't working out for him. And so Prince of Persia was the introduction of the super muscly Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Funny. It's true though. I mean, he's kind of like shirtless and he's, and he's, he's bulked up for the role, but yeah, not, not a great, not something I'm really going to recommend a lot. But he wasn't bulked up for the next movie, which I think I have a suspicion that I've seen and you have not seen. That is true. I've not seen it. You don't even know what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> Love and other drugs. Oh, yep. Not seen it. Aha. <laughs> I'm catching up. <laughs> yeah. Is it any good? No. <laughs> He's good at it though. He's the best part of the movie, but the movie That's often is the terrible. case. That's often the Anne case. Anne Hathaway is terrible in the movie. Yeah, what's her problem anyway? I don't know. Sometimes she a couple of times she's really, really good, and other times she's just terrible and annoying. Yeah, I kind of feel like she doesn't have a lot of range either. I mean, I liked her in Rachel getting married, and uh I thought she was great in uh Les Miserables, and the rest of that movie was pretty terrible. <laughs> I uh that's a movie I couldn't finish watching. It is, well, you know what? It's, it's good up until like a point and then the story, then it just gets boring. It gets boring. I didn't like, I, I just, I, 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 I couldn't understand half the lyrics. I don't know if that. I mean, it's weird because I saw the musical like years ago, like in right. high school, like in our French class we went and when it was all a rage and I remember like, wow, this is great. And then I watched the movie and I'll never forget when I saw the film, <laughs> as soon as Anne Hathaway's character died, I looked at my watch and I said, holy shit, there's more than another hour left of this movie. There's like an hour. What am I going to, I'm going to have to sit through this for another hour and like 20 minutes. Eeks. Wow. What's going to ha- What can they possibly put on the screen? And I'm going to have to endure. Uh, yeah, that's a slog. Okay. So you didn't see Love and Other Drugs, but uh, I think you had to see this one. And I thought this was a great movie. Uh, source Code. Oh yeah, source code. Uh, Duncan Jones, right? Duncan Jones. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, that's a really fun movie. Well, and I love, as you know, I love time loop movies. Yeah, and it's a time looper. It's a time looper. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah, and and he's good in it. But it, it's interesting because it's sort of like he's trying for these more commercial movies. Well, there was a period of time. Yeah, it definitely seemed like, like he, of course, in his last sort of chunk of career, he definitely went the more independent route because I think they were just more interesting characters for him. But he was kind of, it seems like he was looking for a blockbuster with Prince of Persia and Source Code. And, yeah. Yeah. And just, I think that's where, but he he pivoted quickly because if he just held out for those and they were all bombs, he would we wouldn't have a career, I don't think, today. I think that's true. Yeah. Okay. This one I have a feeling you've seen and I have not seen. End of Watch. I have seen End of Watch. Okay. Yeah. See, you are a real fan because like, I, I, I like, I, I really wasn't going to do this thinking ah, I'm going to get them. Uh, <laughs> I really did feel like you'd see more films than me, but, um, I'm, I'm impressed with the amount that I have seen when I actually did the list, but, uh, yeah, I have not seen end of watch. And I think if I was to cheat in the last week, that was the one I was going to want to watch. Yeah. It's a decent movie. It's, uh, it, uh, it's almost like the whole thing is shot on a GoPro. <laughs> okay well then i'm maybe i don't want to watch it um, no i'm serious it has this like it, it has a gopro aesthetic gopro aesthetic but it's it, yeah it's like documentary style there's wide angle lenses it's uh it's it, it's supposed to be very raw and real and he plays a cop in la and it's, yeah. a, it's a great performance um, okay 
Yeah. Hey, going back to the time loops for a second, have you? I have not finished this movie, but I found it on like maybe Amazon Prime. Have you ever seen? It's a pretty short movie. It's this British thing called I think it's called Forty One. I have not seen it. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. And it's this guy who he uh, like his his. Another version of himself runs into him and tells him not to go to a certain hotel. Oh, this sounds sounds cool. And so then the the so the, throughout the day he like goes to a hotel and meets up with his ex girlfriend, and they get to get. And he doesn't know he's that she works there, and he doesn't know that. But you know, long story short, by the end of the night, there's a car accident, uh-huh. and she's killed. Oh. And now he's under suspicion because. They had a bad relationship, you discover. And then somebody at the hospital tells him about there's a, a hole in the floor at the uh, the hotel in, in room number 41. And if you go in there, like- You travel through time or something? Well, he goes back a day. Oh, okay. And now he's stuck in a whole weird loop and it's kind of becomes like a, he can't try to make sense and how to kind of figure things out. But at the same time, I feel like there's some goofy mistakes that could be easily fixed right. if he wants to fix it and he hasn't done so. So I kind of, not say give up on it, but it did remind me of you because I'm like, it's a time loop movie. Yeah. Well, and there's very few time travel or time loop movies that I feel like uh, actually make sense when you pick them apart. Yeah. You know, I think Looper is the perfect example of one that does not make any sense. Well, you know what the worst part about that movie is? Why, for me, it didn't work is that I don't feel like, what's what's that, the young actor's name? Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, I don't think he really looks like Bruce Willis. Well, didn't they put him in makeup? Didn't they put Yeah, prosthet- and it still doesn't work. <laughs> and it still doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, that's the biggest problem is bad casting. Um, okay, so you've seen End of Watch. I yes. have not. But I, I know, I know you've got to have seen Prisoners. I have definitely seen Prisoners. Okay. So you've definitely seen that. I've seen it a couple times. I think Prisoners is a great movie act. Uh, you know, not like best of the decade, but no. if people are looking for an intense thriller, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But but I, I, this is my critique of Gyllenhaal. He tends to play these on the edge type characters. That's true. Yeah. And that like that's he, like what I saw in Prisoners, I've kind of seen in a lot of his later roles, right? Right. Now here's going to be an interesting one. This is a film that until recently I would have to say that I didn't see it, but I have seen it in the past couple of months and I don't know if you've seen it or not. Mm-hmm. But he followed up Prisoners with another Denny uh, Villeneuve movie, Enemy. Is that how you pronounce it? Denny Denny, yep. Okay. Or Denny. Yeah. I I have seen Enemy, and I'm not going to spoil the ending for the listeners. Yeah, yeah. I'll spoil it. It's terrible. I thought the movie was terrible. Oh, you <laughs> did? Hate, oh, I hated that movie. Really? Yeah. For yeah. what reason? It just none of it worked for me. Okay. I just, and I just, I don't know. I didn't like the look of it either. Interesting. Okay. Oh, yeah. We, my 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 wife and I we we had a hard time with that one. I I mean I'm not. It's definitely not on the level of prisoners for me. But I kind of enjoyed it as like a little. I don't know. Is it sci-fi? What the hell is it? Sorta. I guess. I just I just didn't. I just like it dragged. It didn't go anywhere that I cared for it to go. Okay. <laughs> but I surprised. I thought that one for sure you haven't seen, but you did. Okay. Yep. I definitely did. Now, this one, I should just put an X to it because I know you've seen it. You had to have seen it because this is the one that everybody thought he was going to get nominated for an Oscar and he did not, which was Nightcrawler. And this is a- (laughs) And I don't like this movie, by the way. I do like this movie. 
I don't like where it went at the end, but I do feel that his, he was a very effective character and he probably should have been nominated. He probably should have been nominated, but it's it, it's a little bit silly the way he plays it, actually. I guess. Maybe that's why I didn't like the movie. <laughs> but it's it's sort of like a cross between Travis Bickle and Rupert Pupkin. <laughs> Travis Pupkin. It's Travis Pupkin. Yeah, I mean, it, it really. Like, <laughs> that was the director said. I want you. This is Gilroy. I don't know. I want you to be like Rupert Pupkin meets Travis Pickle. <laughs> and that's exactly what it is. Travis Pupkin. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like the movie. And I, uh, I think this might be the movie where I was like, oh, wow, this guy is better than I thought he was. Yeah. And I went back to pick up some that I hadn't seen. and But I think that was the one that stood out to me. And I was like, oh, wow, he's kind of underrated. And the, um, you know, he he did the whole, I'm going to lose a lot of weight for this movie. Yes. And, yeah. Yeah. Especially after he had like bulked up for Prince of Persia. Then he bulked down for Nightcrawler. <laughs> bulked down. I <laughs> New phrase <laughs> you've just invented. <laughs> <laughs> Debulked. Uh, okay, you've not seen this movie coming up. I have not. I didn't even know about it. Accidental Love? Uh, I do know about it. I have not seen it. Okay. The next one, I don't know. I started watching it and I thought it was terrible. I hate plots like this. So I bowed out and maybe it got better. I'm sure it did, but I just couldn't handle it. Uh, Southpaw. I've seen it. It is a totally cliche sports movie. Yeah. And I loved it. Oh, <laughs> okay. I know that it's totally cliche. I know it's not a very good movie. It's, uh, but for some reason, I fell for it. In the like the, I, the cheesiness worked for me, and uh, so I ended up liking it. <laughs> but but I would never I would never argue that it's a good like a really good movie or anything. Okay. Now, uh, the, now then, little we're getting the, we're actually getting down to the bottom chunk of movies. Okay, um, he hasn't made a ton of films in the last several years, so right, you know, he doesn't do like a, two movies a year or something. But uh, this is where I think that I may have seen a few of the films that you haven't seen, and I don't know if you ever saw this, but he was good and is not a lead role, but he was good in Everest. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw Everest. Oh, you did. Damn yes. It. Damn it, I was counting on a, on a win there. <laughs> nope, definitely not. No, that was one I, uh, when I was doing my uh, catch up on some Gyllenhaal movies, I watched that. And uh, it's a pretty fun movie. Yeah, I saw that in IMAX with my oldest. And, he was, and this was like, you know, like six years ago, whatever. Yeah. And on the drive home to Vermont, he was crying because he the, the weight of the real story got right. to him and thought about those people because it was such an effective movie. I mean, you feel bad for some of those people. Oh, you absolutely do. Yeah, it's a really effective movie and it's kind of, uh, I don't know, it's it, it, it's fairly, it, it's not cliche necessarily, but it's a pretty straightforward kind of movie. It is. Well, because this is- it, it, Because I mean, it's I, a true story. It's a yeah. true story and yeah. they didn't go making up shit. Um, now, uh, the next film is one that I was interested in at the time and it's just, I haven't gotten to find it. And maybe you've seen it, maybe you haven't, but I have not. Demolition. I have seen it. Oh, see, boy. Uh, wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I have, yep. I have seen Demolition. I do not uh, highly recommend it. Yeah. I guess it's one of those things where if it doesn't appeal to me, unless I hear it's so great, you have to watch it. Yeah. I, I, I was not, I mean, I liked his performance in it, but I, I barely remember the movie. I remember liking him and I remember a few things about it, but it did not, uh, I don't know. It it didn't totally engage me. I I I can't recommend it. Okay. Um, the next one 
is one that I have seen. I don't know if you've seen this or not. Mm-hmm. If you have not seen it, I'm recommending it. Okay. Nocturnal Animals. Oh, of course I've seen it. Oh, you have? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. And I've seen it like three times. Oh, effing. I thought I was going to get you on Nocturnal (laughs) Animals. This movie is the hidden gem because people don't even know how amazing it is. It's an amazing movie. Yeah. Michael Shannon is it's so effing, and he got nominated for an Oscar, and I was yes. like, so great, because he is fantastic He in this is movie. amazing in this movie, yeah. Well, you think that he's going to be the villain of the movie, because the way he acts, but he's not. <laughs> but, well, and just that scene where they get in the car and drive away is just, you know what I'm talking about, I don't, yep. but it's just a devastating scene. This guy, Tom Ford, directed it, right? Yeah, he's the designer. I, yeah. Man, I wish this guy would just be making more movies because he also did the- um, Hard Candy or- No, no, he did a single man. Oh, I never saw that. Oh, you didn't? No. Uh, it's really good. I, I actually saw it twice. But uh, didn't uh, he do that one with Elliot Page? No. He okay. only, he's only directed two movies. Okay. This and Noct- that and Nocturnal Animals. But he has such a he has such an eye for visuals, and yeah. that's what's so great about um, like a single man is the the the, the framing and the cinematography. Um, the cinematography in Nocturnal Animals is incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. Well, he he brings that sort of that eye that he uses in fashion. I assume. Yeah. And, and like. Yeah, his use of a color palette is really kind of amazing. But I will say that this is, in the last several years, this is the movie that has tied my stomach in more knots. Yeah. It's really hard to take it. it it's really hard to take. Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard. To, and, and not because it's like violent or gory. It's emotionally hard to take. Yeah. You've seen this. I ha- you ha- I know you've seen this next movie. I have not seen it because it had no appeal to me. It looked like a ripoff. It looked like a ripoff of Life Force. And I think it was. I watched a few minutes of it. My wife watched it and she said it was horrible. Is Life. I have seen it. And it is. It's like, it's like a ripoff of Life Force, sort of. Yeah, and it's... An alien and all these other things. It's not a great movie. Uh, it's kind of an ensemble movie. I'm not even sure that Gyllenhaal is the main character. Right. And, you know, of course I've seen it because it's a trapped in a spaceship movie, and that's one of my favorite su- subgenres. Yes. But this is not a good movie. Okay. The next movie, I know you've seen it because uh, you loved it, and he's only a bit player in it, but he's pretty funny in it, is Okja. Yes. Okja is fun. And this is the next one. This one is a terrible movie. I think you have not seen it. I have seen it. So this is this is where I thought if we were neck and neck, I was going to take right. a lead, but clearly you've blown me out of the water and I don't think I can recover. Is that <laughs> strong, stronger? Is that the Boston Marathon? It is. I did not see that. Yeah. I can see why he wanted to take the role because, you know, it's a meaty role. He got to do a lot. However, it's a really cliched screenplay and the direction is terrible. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah, it just didn't appeal to me. Here's another one that... Had I finished the movie, um, because it went off of the service, I just didn't have time. And it's really, it's boring. And Gyllenhaal's playing again that kind of little bit unbalanced character. And he's a little bit hard to root for in this movie is Wildlife. I've not seen it. Yeah, and I knew you hadn't. I unless, of course, I haven't. You know, I haven't been keeping eyes on you for right. a few months, but I didn't think you saw it. And so maybe I'll get back to it, but I can't count it as a C. I don't know. Maybe you've seen this. I've seen it advertised on one of the streaming services, but I have had zero interest in it. The Sisters Brothers. Yeah, I watched the first ten minutes. Okay, so this you can't count it, but I'm not counting it. But 
basically, I, you know, I don't know. I was sleepy and, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I watched 10 minutes and then I just never went back to it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now this next movie, I already had an X next to it cause I know you've seen it and it is terrible and maybe his character is somewhat interesting, uh, in it is Velvet Buzzsaw. Yeah, I don't think there's anything good about that movie, including his performance. I, <laughs> I, I feel like this might be his worst performance ever. Yeah, well, I don't know. I guess you have a you have a you have a, a joy of Bubble Boy, but I hated that movie. <laughs> I think <laughs> I, I don't love Bubble Boy, but I think his performance is kind of charming in Bubble Boy. Okay, and, right. and in Velvet Buzzsaw, he's just annoying and awful. Velvet Buzz Kill. Yes. Oh, God, that movie is awful in every way. Now, here's a film that I know there's people out there that disagree with me, but I think this is one of the worst superhero movies. I did not like anything about this movie, and I did not like his character either, and I saw his character coming a mile away. Uh, would, uh, he plays um, Mysterio in Spider-Man Far From Home. I have not seen it. I can't believe you haven't seen it, except for the fact that I've told you it's horrible. And that's that's why I haven't seen it. I've been avoiding it because of you. It's terrible. Uh, and it may, it may put Hall in a different light for you. Um, now, he's got a whole bunch of movies coming up or in development or in the works or whatever. Okay. But the last film on the list, we've, we've done a good job, is The Guilty, the remake of the Denmark uh, critically lauded film, yeah. uh, The Guilty, which I know you saw the original and you praised it and I never got to see it. But I did see this new version that I think is another Netflix movie, which is always flashing warning signs. It certainly is, unless it's Martin Scorsese. Right. right. <laughs> Have you seen The Guilty? I No, I've only seen the original. I'm avoiding the remake because of you. The Guilty is terrible. And Gyllenhaal, this could be his worst performance okay. as a lead actor because – he just is too over the top and his character does so many stupid things and acts so irrationally and the fact that nobody that he works like it's i blame the script and the direction because it is just ludicrous i wonder if they made changes from the original script i think you know one thing is Hall can be kind of a big actor yeah, well, I don't think there's a piece of scenery that wasn't chewed in this okay. movie. Okay, so in the original, uh, the guy is really subtle. Interesting. And plays it, yeah, really sort of holds his cards close to his vest. And he, yeah, so it, the movie is, I would assume, quieter than the American version. <laughs> there's nothing quiet about this movie. Okay, yeah. So they, they amped it up and tried to turn it into a thriller Probably. And the original, I guess, is a thriller, but it unfolds really slowly. And you see this guy going through all these emotional contortions, but it's all small. Yeah, this movie is very telegraphed. And I have not seen the original, knew nothing about it. And I can tell you that you, you, you understand exactly what's happening way before it tells you. Oh, yeah, but I didn't mind. Oh, in this movie, you will mind if you saw the remake. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I figured it out early on in the original, and, and I, I didn't, or at least I, it wasn't a huge surprise to me when it happened, when it was revealed. But I think also there's probably a difference. I, I've been thinking about this because I've been watching a lot of foreign TV shows on Netflix. They're good about those foreign shows, aren't they? Yeah, and some of them are really good, um, but I think there's a difference. Okay, Squid Game, for example. A lot of people were complaining about the over-the-top acting in Squid Game. 
I have a question on that. Yeah. Oh, you mean like like the the people that were actually speaking in American voices? Or? No, 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 no. Like the Korean actors were overacting. W were these people complaining ones that like? Because I believe me, I, I always get shocked, but I've heard some people like tell me about Squid Game saying, "Yeah, you know, I, I it took me a few episodes to get past the dubbing," and I'm like, "What? what? <laughs> You're watching it with dubbing? You're not watching it with the subtitles?" And so I'm wondering, are those the people that think it's overacting because of the dubbing, right. and they're not watching it with the subtitles, or are these people that are like Korean and saying it's overacting? I'm, right. That's my question to you. I don't. Well, know. no, my my point was that like in the guilty. It, yeah, the, the performance may have been larger than I picked up on. Right. In, De in Denmark, quiet is the new overacting. No, it's, a, it's a quiet movie. The original is a quiet movie. And I think that would be probably what was cool about it is that the story will sneak up on you. Whereas this film, it doesn't, it's it just very Americanized. It's terrible. You, you, you'll see it. I think I've got to see it with, with that kind of intro. <laughs> I'd be curious to hear what your reaction was based on the two and maybe i'll watch the uh you know the the danish version someday well now that you know what it's what's going to happen i uh, then well, you maybe maybe they, they maybe they change some things they, they it's very likely they change some things let's put it this way when i like that angelina jolie fire movie more than this then we know we're wait right. which angelina jolie movie the one where she's like a firefighter out in montana or something oh yeah i didn't see that Things we, I don't know, some about fire. <laughs> it's a terrible <laughs> movie. Um, okay, so here's the final tally. You want to know the final yeah, tally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there were 39 features that we talked about. Wait, we went, we just went through 39 movies? We did. Wow. Yeah, well, because I see, I've since the since the old program, I've, I've gotten much better at just moving things along. <laughs> you know, <laughs> now that you don't have me there with all the digressions and yeah, well, side see, I didn't give you anything to prepare for, so you had no idea. <laughs> otherwise, you could have like we would, could still be on Bubble Boy <laughs> because you would have had lots to say. But, you, but I threw you for a loop because I knew if I was going to introduce Jillen Hall with the Jillen Brawl, you would be ready to go with all sorts of things. So okay, I had pre-did this, so I knew. Uh, and wouldn't have to count later. Yeah. I have seen 21 out of the 39 features. Okay. You have seen, because remember, some of the movies, you know, you didn't see that I saw, right. whatever. You have seen 25 out of 39 features. Wow. Okay. So I just edged you out by four movies there. Yeah. But I guess combined, though, we have seen most of... Yeah, the Gyllenhaal films. There, there were just a few where uh, neither one of us had seen them. Right. Well, let's see. I can count those up. Let's see. Out of the thirty-nine movies, how many that neither one of us saw? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So okay. So thirty of the thirty-nine have been seen by one of us. By one of us. That's or not about, bad. Yeah, that's we, pretty. We good. really have covered our Gyllenhaal. Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, and because that's qu quite a few movies. Thirty-nine features is a lot. Yeah, and since nineteen ninety, so he's, yeah. he's more than a film a year. And yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. On next week's episode, we'll have Jill and Brawl two, the Maggie years. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to her, man? She makes stuff. She's doing a lot of producing and stuff. I mean, see, you don't you didn't watch it, but like, uh, she was really good on that show that she produced, The Deuce. Oh, I didn't realize she was on that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. she's really good. I think I watched the first episode and just never went back to it. But. Yeah. I mean, you know, again, it was, it was HBO television. I enjoyed it for three seasons. And isn't that that James Franco? Well, yeah, now you can't, now you can't watch it. <laughs> well, not because he's been canceled. I just never liked him. He's pretty good in this, I thought. Okay. 
Yeah. yeah you know, I, Franco is one of those guys. He always had that smirk on his face. Yeah. I, I never really bought him. Yeah. I always felt like he was just kind of not really in the role. Um, you know what's funny though? The one movie he got nominated for an uh, Academy Award for the uh, was it 127 Hours? Yeah, he was really good in that. Okay, I haven't seen it. And he was great in the Disaster Artist. I didn't see it, which you know has kind of been overshadowed because all his problems happened around the Disaster Artist time. I've basically avoided James Franco movies, like consciously. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to see that. It's Franco. Sounds like a new list is going to have to go. Um, and get but this but all of it, but. But it has nothing to do with him being canceled. I just avoided his movies because I don't like him. We'll have to call this that episode the Franco Files. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course. Yes. Let's just see what is this. Oh, he says a lot. Of, oh, gee, she has too many titles. Um, all filmography. Let's see. As an actor, he, actor, he has 148 credits. <laughs> that guy. So he is. He's in a lot of shit. I don't know how many of it was movies or not. But, right. I mean, he's like. Probably shown up on Saturday Night Live and done tiny parts in other movies. It seems like his first feature film, he had, I don't know how big a role is. He was in 1999's Never Been Kissed. Okay. Which is the uh, vehicle with Drew Barrymore. Oh, yes. I did see that. All right. See, you've seen it already. Yeah. He he was also (laughs) in a movie with... uh, I don't even know. Some like kids are called Whatever It Takes. Oh, where I think he plays like, oh, it's a modern day remake of Cyrano de Bergerac. Oh, great. We need more of those. Yeah. But see, then he took it a level too far where he created an acting school where he pretended to be somebody so he could get uh, he could get the actresses to go to sleep with him. Is that the premise of the movie? No, that's the, that's the premise of his downfall. <laughs> that's the premise of his downfall. Look at us. So is, yeah. he, is he done? Is he like, is he, is he completely done? Is he completely canceled out? Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. I mean. Like Kevin Spacey is completely canceled. I I think you know he's got a he's got a movie in production called The Long Home. It, that it, but doesn't he also just like make his own movies? Oh, he's directing that one, so I guess he can doesn't have to cancel himself. Imagine if he's like looking at the day. He's like, I can't put this out. I I, I can't I can't <laughs> have this guy star my own directed movie. Oh, it's me. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought he was directing like ten movies a year or something that are just like really bad adaptations of classic novels. He might have. I've never seen any of those, by the way. I, I think he did like a William Faulkner book, <laughs> like as I as I lay dying or something like that, and maybe a Cormac McCarthy book. Well, let's look at his directing titles. Oh, he's got a lot. He's directed a lot there too. I'm trying to find one of those. Oh, he directed the Disaster Artist. Okay, yeah, that was a good movie though. Oh, he did As I Lay Dying and The Sound and the Fury. The Sound and the Fury is 2014. As I Lay Dying is 2013. Hmm. Oh, yeah. As I Lay Dying. Yeah. A, doesn't get a very good uh, score. <laughs> <laughs> no, I heard it was terrible. I, uh... A terrible mess. This is from a top reviewer. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can always trust the top reviewers on IMDb. <laughs> this film tells the story of a family who travels to get their mother buried. Honestly, I, I don't even know how to begin to tell the world how terrible this film is. <laughs> I watched it for almost an hour before I begin. They, they even didn't write that properly. Begin to know the film is about their journey to bury their mother. The storytelling is appalling and made worse <laughs> by the pretentious use of split screen that cites incongruous messages. For for example, in a scene where a man's talking, the left side of the screen cites his face motionless, while the right side of the screen cites him talking. <laughs> it's as if there's an alternate universe within the film. The plot is ultra-boring as well. 
just do but watch this mess. I don't even know. That person's review is a mess. <laughs> uh, I don't know. But uh, yeah, so anyways, I don't know how we got from uh, Gyllenhaal to Franco. But uh, but somehow we did. Yeah. Yeah. And that's about all we'll ever cover. Of Franco. Of the Franco. I, but, yeah. I, I just have no interest in him. But I appreciate the world's uh, biggest Jake Gyllenhaal fan, though if I guess if you really were the world's I would I would have seen all thirty nine features. Film. Right. Now you gotta go find Josh and Sam homegrown. Oh, Josh <laughs> and Sam. Yeah, it's like it's a kid's movie. Yeah, know? that's gonna be hard to dig up, probably. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I haven't even tried to look. That's the thing is I was so like I can't cheat. If I start searching for stuff online, I might want to watch it before this program. Right. And that's not fair. So uh, I, I kept it I kept it real, man. Well, thank you for that. But it was great that you were able to make time in your busy schedule <laughs> to come <laughs> onto the program for some good old yucks. What, uh, we... what, what does Jill and Hall have coming up? You said he had some stuff. Uh, okay. Let me, now I'm going to go. I'm using my trusty phone. Jake, Jill and Hall, Jake. Yeah, here we are. He's Jake, Jill and Hall is almost 41 years old. Okay. He was a kid. I, I, yeah, I, mean, he, I didn't realize how old I am, but it just makes me feel even older. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right. He's got two movies coming out in 2022, supposedly. Ambulance. Okay. Plays a guy named Danny Sharp. And The Division. The Division is directed by Ross and Marshall Thurber. Never heard of that person. The Division is based, I think, on the Tom Clancy video game. Oh, great. And, oh, you're going to love The Ambulance. Two robbers steal an ambulance after their heist goes awry. You ready for the director? Uh-huh. Michael Bay. Okay. Well, that's going to be awesome then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So, you know. That's, I, I hope that's a Netflix movie because- Oh, wow. I think he's got an exclusive deal, uh, Michael <laughs> Bay. So, yeah. And then he's got a whole bunch of things in production. Uh, Rio, Finest Kind, The Sun. Is Rio, wasn't that an animated movie? That's a different Rio. Okay. <laughs> no, this is a financial reporter travels to Rio de Janeiro to visit a wealthy friend only to get sucked into a plot to fake his friend's death. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and he also plays Robert Evans in Francis and the Godfather. Oh, he'll be good at that. Directed by Barry Levinson. That should be interesting. Wait, Barry Levinson is still allowed to make movies? I think it's probably going to be a TV movie, but uh, Oscar Isaac plays Francis Ford Coppola. Oh, that's going to be fun. Yeah, Elle, Elle Fanning plays Ali McGraw. Okay. And Elizabeth Moss is playing uh, Francis Ford Coppola's wife, Eleanor Coppola. That's going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, wow, that's uh, Barry Levinson. Uh, I thought I thought he got canceled. Barry Levinson? Yeah, for making bad movies. <laughs> <laughs> you are you are bad. Um, I, well, wait a minute, though. I think he's kind of switched to TV, and I feel like he made a, you know, like uh, like streaming TV. Let me see what he did. Oh, he's done a few episodes of Dope Sick, which I have not watched. Yeah. He did uh, the Joe Paterno movie, which I thought was pretty good. I did not see that. Okay. So, you know, I did not see Rock the Casbah with Bill Murray, and I like Bill Murray, but I heard that movie wasn't very good. Yeah, because it's Barry Levinson. Mm. Uh, then he made a movie, The Bay. Don't even know what that is. Nope. Chaos breaks out in a small Maryland town after an ecological disaster occurs. Never heard of it. Yeah. Okay. You don't know Jack, the Jack Korvorkian. That was a TV movie for HBO. That was good. Did not see it. Um, what just happened? That is another one of his film disasters. It has Robert De Niro in it. Um, didn't see it. 
then he also made that uh, movie Man of the Year with Robin Williams. That was a bomb. That's my point. Is that it's been a series of bombs for a while. He directed that movie Envy. Oh my God, with Ben Stiller and Jack Black. I did not see that. What the hell is that? Oh, that was where uh, <laughs> one of his friends because mentions this whole idea of like uh, getting rid of uh, poop uh-huh. that dogs that dogs in the neighborhood dropped, and his friend creates uh, the vaporizer spray, <laughs> and okay. then he gets all jealous of him. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, and then he made that terrible movie Bandits. I didn't see that. What? Yeah, you saw Bandits. That's the movie that had Billy Bob Thornton in it, Kate Blanchett, Bruce Willis. I did not see it. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, that was back in 2001. We're going away. And then he okay, so, so 20 years now. He's been- Liberty Heights was his last good movie in theaters. I did not see it. And then he also made Spear. <laughs> oh, that was terrible. Spear was terrible. Terrible. Sleepers had a couple of good moments, but then it was terrible. Yeah. Oh, Disclosure he made. Terrible. I mean, what happened to this guy? Yeah, that's my point. Oh, my God. Jimmy Hollywood? I don't even know what that is. Oh, Jimmy Hollywood was uh, Joe Pesci. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. It was this, <laughs> no. And, and I think that was like the beginning of the end. Uh, no, 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 no. This is it. This is this is the movie that he could not return from because it was so terrible. Toys. Yes. And that was like his lifelong dream project. That movie was one of the most worst experiences of my life. Oh, it's just awful. It's yeah, because but listen to this. Listen to this resume of films before that: Diner, mm-hmm. The Natural, Young yeah. Sherlock Holmes, Tin Men, Good Morning Vietnam, Rain Man, Avalon, Bugsy. How do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> how do you do that all in a decade? Yeah, how does that? I mean, how does it evaporate that quickly? <laughs> yeah, it's like once he did toys, something something inside him broke. Something. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Jeepers! Oh my goodness! Because uh, right, it's well, been <laughs> it's been almost thirty years of terrible movies. <laughs> yes, toys broke him. <laughs> okay well listen folks um (laughs) this is james kent the movie morlock Uh, with me is my is my fine guest (laughs) guest teal (laughs) one-time co-host of another show (laughs) jeez i hope you come back and visit us again soon teal oh i definitely will this is uh (laughs) this is absolute pleasure (laughs) it's so much fun (laughs) i haven't had this much fun in a long time um all right, folks. Okay. Uh, go go see some Jake Gyllenhaal movies. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>